go. All right. Uh, I, I think we are. Uh, oh, did we get a dink? Uh, we didn't get a dink, but we are live. Yeah, you t- uh, uh, the Google Hangout used to give me a dink sound to let me know it was live. It doesn't do that anymore. It was yeah, nice. That, so. Yeah, it was nice it used to do that. Yeah. Uh, well, you're supposed to watch for the little yellow thing that tops that says live. You, you know what? 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 I, I had to take issue with Google uh, yet again here, and and here's this week's gripe with Google. Whenever I go to like the Google uh, Plus site to create the Hangout. Which I still, you know, Google Plus, useless thing ever. Who is using this thing? The only reason anyone ever goes on to Google Plus is because it's the only way you, uh, the only, you have to go there to create a Hangout. And why is the reason anyone creates a Hangout? Because it's the only way to stream live to YouTube. If it weren't for YouTube live streaming, there'd be no reason to ever touch Google Plus. Um, but you, you yeah. go on the Google Plus, and every time I go to click on something, as I'm going to click, the page decides to update and to load something and to move the thing I'm trying to click on just under my, my pointer, causing me to hit click and click on something I didn't want to click on, and then I had to hit the back button uh, or, or, or try to click on something else, and then that moves around. I, I am forever clicking on the wrong thing on Google Sites because I keep moving things around as I'm trying to click. And it's like, just, just, just stay put. Let me click on that button. What, are you trying to be uh, Yahoo? <laughs> I, you know what? I signed up for a Yahoo email account around the time I was getting ready to graduate college because I knew J underscore guitars at LVC.edu was going to be disappearing in six months. So, you know, all my uh, people that uh, I, I might want to, you know, stay in touch with after college, I, I needed to give them an email address that wasn't going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, J underscore guitars at yahoo.com has been uh, my uh, consistent email address since sure. then. And, yeah, I've signed up for, uh, hey, when, when Gmail was becoming all the rage and everyone wanted one, I signed up for one. I don't remember. It wasn't because I wanted to use it to replace my Yahoo account. I think it was because I needed it to do. So- I'm trying to think why. I forget why I signed up for a Gmail account. There was well, sometimes a- you just need a backup. That's all. Yeah. Well, there you was. Know. Yeah. In fact, my wife, my wife just got an i an i an iPhone, mm-hmm. and she was uh, kind of dorking around. And, oh yeah, you need to set up a thing for the, you know all these things you have to set up really. Uh, the the uh, the game center. You know, you have to set up an email address. And at first, she was going to set use a fictitious email address. That says, no, you don't want to do that because if you get locked out, you have no way to get back in. Right. Uh, so don't be stupid. You know, oh, I don't want all the spam. I haven't seen anything from the game center, to be honest. So yeah, well, know, I mean, you, but it's, it's if you don't have. want spam. Don't go on the internet. <laughs> you know, well, don't do anything. No, you know. but it's useful to have. Bicycle. It's useful to have a few, you know, dummy accounts to to give out to people that you don't want to have oh, yeah. your real email yeah. address. And and so I've got yeah. I've got a few Gmail accounts. I have a few Net Zero accounts. You, you know, the reason I signed up, well, the Net Zero accounts were because, um, for a while, when I got home from college. Uh, my my family didn't have internet. Um, 
the the place my dad used to work for had a dial-up account that my dad knew the username and password for that they only used during the day. And so my dad knew if I ever need to like check email at home for some reason, I can use that username and password because who's using that in the evening? No one. It's the type of thing that that the the office manager used once a week to like upload payroll information. That was uh, right. that you know that really uh, dates things where an office was using a a, a handful of dial up accounts that the important people had to occasionally get connection to the internet. Otherwise, you didn't need the internet to do your work. And, and, right. You know there was the server was in the same building that was that had a that was this big ass thing that backed up to tapes and these clunky monitor keyboard things that clunk 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 when you type on the keys with you know green text on a black background i i and and when when that company was acquired the company came in there and basically laughed at like oh my god uh how old is that but it ran the business it got the job done and what they do they brought in a bunch of windows 95 or windows nt machines um yeah they brought in some kind of a you know system that was a a tech system that had a blue background instead of a black background that opened up in a window on the windows nt session they still didn't have internet internet connection. They were still using the dial-up accounts that, that you know two or three people had access to. To if they needed to do something, they could connect to it. And, and then that system sucked, and so they brought in uh, they brought in the network that got out to the outside world. Internet was on every computer, which people didn't realize that right away and when suddenly people discovered oh my god we have internet on here wait are we supposed to have this uh and and i was like you know during my break time you know going out on the internet looking up things about frank zappa or whatever and and the president of the company uh saw this and he took me aside and he's like hey look at you know nothing nothing personal you know hey but could you please uh, not do that i i don't want you know the corporate office to see you know that we're you know messing around on this internet there yeah, yeah so and then they sent out like an email to everyone going hey don't uh do actually it might have actually been a paper memo they said <laughs> i don't know if everyone had an email address even no no they didn't. right it was a memo that went out that, that hey please don't use your internet um why was i telling the story well because then the software that they loaded was called softpack which basically opened up a window with a black background and green text which was a basically modernized version of some ancient software that used to run all the time <laughs> it was the same right. thing it's like gee i'm glad you spent all this money on it, all these new computers to run the exact same thing that used to be running very stably with no problem but yeah, yeah. You, you glitched on me a little bit there by the way oh your your screen froze you're in mid-sentence and then it picked up yeah, I, I only lost about a half a sentence so. uh, okay well you, you, you didn't miss it. i wonder how many companies are still using you know there was all kinds of crap available like on CompuServe, mm. and you kind of wonder is anybody still using CompuServe? well weren't where they you dial uh, up and go weren't they acquired by aol wasn't anything that does dial up acquired by aol i don't i don't recall maybe i don't know well we should we should open the show um so yeah. let's, let's hey uh, we've been live Well, hey, everyone. You are tuned in to... Insert title here. And uh, we are here another Monday. 
you made it to August Happy 8th, Monday. August 8th, 2016. And uh, I'm Johnny Gators. Joining me is Brian Blues. Hey! Who's got the Gump hat this week. Yep. Uh, with the E on the end from the, uh, e, the e channel. The E channel. Okay. And, you know, uh, entertainment. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm familiar with entertainment. That's what we're trying to do here. Uh, I don't know right. if you're succeeding at that, but uh, uh, Venison is, is already writing in. Uh, yep, technology hates your guts. It had a secret meeting to drive you nuts. LMAO. Uh, no, 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 no. That's uh, people uh, driving in this neighborhood that have gotten together and had a secret meeting to drive me nuts because we got to talk about the joys of jump-starting a car uh, and, and moving a car around. On a residential street that normally no one ever drives on except right when I'm trying to do something in it. But we'll get to that. Unless, oh, okay. Unless you already heard the All story right. yesterday. But uh, No, I didn't hear that story. So No, no. no. But other people out there listening who can write in to uh, NHB Live through AOL Instant Messenger and Skype. Or you can call in on the Skype NHB Live. You can also tweet at NHB Radio. Um. Carrier pigeons uh, should be directed towards Attleboro, Massachusetts. Uh, but uh, also, if you go to nhbradio.com, you would see that you could also give us a call on the phone. And that's 984-6NHB-RADIO, which in the numeric digits is 984-664-2723. You could also sign up for the mailing list. Nothing ever happens there, so I, I wouldn't waste my time with that. But uh, also... Well, you I, could also use you could also use dial up, but we suggest what what Broadway do we suggest? Yeah, well, we, six hundred. We 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 do have a one twenty eight k broadband stream for that you yeah, that you might be listening to on. We actually have two different streams. One's MP three. One is a fish. I, I'm not sure what the fish means. I'm just looking at the buttons here. I I think there might be an AUG stream. Um, there's also a low band 32k stream still in existence. So if you are still one of the last holdouts on dial-up, after all, AOL still exists. So uh, I don't, and you know what I think this is? I think these are the people that just don't have the time to deal with the complicated process of canceling an AOL dial-up account. Because Brian, have you ever tried to cancel an AOL dial-up account? You know, I have never had one. It's it's not easy. It is not easy to do. It is because I take it they give you the 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 long story uh, of why you shouldn't. It, oh, exactly, exactly. Let's let's go through yeah. this because, like I said, you know what? We'll take the we'll, we're going to take the scenic route here because we were just starting to tell a story. The whole point about this is that when I moved back home after college, all I had was a borrowed uh, company uh, dial-up account. And so I signed up for Net Zero because that gave you like what ten free hours a month, which was good for you know one evening, uh, basically. And and I also used Juno, which gave you all the free internet you wanted until they said no. Uh, which after you know uh, a week of using their account, they basically would cut me off after five minutes and tell me, well, you can connect at three twenty four a.m. And I would connect at three twenty four a.m. And at three twenty six a.m., they said, well, you can connect at uh, three twenty seven a.m. tomorrow. And uh, so I signed up for like twenty Juno accounts and just kept cycling through them. But they kept on. Yeah, it, it, it it sucked. It sucked until finally I um. One of the guys I worked with at Walmart 
had a friend who had a friend that had some kind of uh, tie to someone that worked at uh, a ISP called NACnet. And there was this logon that someone created that was completely unmonitored, unlimited, as many people could use it, and they didn't care. And this guy kind of gave it out to all his friends, who gave them out to all their friends, who gave it out to all their friends, and somehow I ended up with this. And so that was what I was using for dial-up up until I, you know, basically was like, damn it, Dad, you need to get some damn cable internet up in this bizatch. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, right. but I was using, I, I have two net zero email accounts. Um, uh, I, Are they still around? Uh, yeah. Yeah, every now and then. I have uh, a net zero account. I haven't logged in it, to it forever. Um, every, they may have closed it on me because some of these outfits have closed. I had a Juno one and they closed it on me and I reopened it one, one up because my dad uses Juno. Hmm. But but he doesn't pay for the dial-up. He just has the email address. That still has a that's still free. Well, Juno merged with Net Zero. Oh, they did. Long, oh, long oh, okay. ago. Okay. I, right. I was living in New Jersey still when Juno and Net Zero yeah, merged. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't think yeah. Juno's even a thing anymore. That just went to Net Zero. Net Zero completely. Yeah, but there is that. a Juno.com email address. Hmm. Well, so yeah, so that's that still exists. Well, that's that's got to be. I don't think they have the dial-up service anymore. Well, I, that that's got that's owned by Net Zero then. Okay. Um, interesting that they didn't merge that all in with Net Zero, but because uh, I didn't even realize that the at Juno dot com existed anymore. But Net Zero still exists. Uh, for a while, actually, uh, the Net Zero email address came in handy because there was a period of time where eBay had some kind of policy that uh, they didn't want to accept email addresses from uh, that 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 could be easily faked or spoofed or whatever for some reason uh, like they wanted you to use your real ISP email address now I never use an ISP email address because as far as oh, I was yeah. concerned that disappears when you change services whereas my gen- well in fact when you know I was out to Singapore for two years and I said, uh, hey, Comcast, can I keep my email address? They said, well, no, you have to be a subscriber. I says, well, I'm going to be out of the country for two years. Can you do something for me? No, we have nothing. Well, thank you very much, Comcast. Yeah. Uh, another reason to hate you. Yeah, and that's why everyone you uses know, but it. I was really not using it that much. So right. the, the few things that were linked to it, I moved to something else. And hey, guess what? It will never be moved back. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I never. I mean, I have a Comcast uh, e- email address, and uh, uh, yeah. because I've com- I've never used it. I've never used it any time I've been with it. To me, yeah, it's like why use that when my Yahoo account is for life. Oh, and their and their online, uh, you know, uh, Xfinity dot com uh, email server. It is the worst of any of them. Mm. It's horribly slow. You know, you click and you go, okay, I gotta wait now. Spin, 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 spin. Give me a break. Who needs that? Yeah, but yeah. Um, but uh, for I find it interesting that AT and T still uses uh, Yahoo as their uh, as their email server huh. account. So if you have a, I think it's attglobal.net email address, you go into Yahoo and log in there. But um, for a while, there was a period of time where eBay would not accept a uh, Yahoo email address 
as a uh, email address on your account because when I signed up for eBay, I was in college, so I signed up with my J underscore right. guitars at lvc.edu right. email address. And, and when I signed up for eBay, they had two silly questions at the end of the, uh, the sign up process. And one of the questions that was asked of me when I applied for my eBay account was, where was your last Elvis sighting? This, uh, <laughs> Yes. This shows how long ago I signed up for eBay. When I signed up for <laughs> eBay, they were not a public company. And one of the questions you answered was, where was your last Elvis sighting? And, I, right. of course, I put down the question at the local uh, answer at the local Wawa. And uh, so somewhere in uh, eBay's uh, databases, uh, that still exists. Right. Um, That's funny. But, uh, yeah. Um, well, no, probably the legal team told them, well, you're not legally required to hold anything over 10 years old, so purge it. Purge it all. Um, right. It, uh, that goes back to the 90s. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah. I um, When I needed to change my email address uh, away from my uh, college account, which was going to get deleted, they wouldn't accept Yahoo accounts because too many people could just sign up for any fake Yahoo account. And so they, they wanted you yeah. to use your real ISP account. For some reason, Net, I guess Net Zero was actually an ISP. Uh, you could actually sign up for service with them. So they would accept Net Zero accounts but not Yahoo accounts. So for a while, I had to use my Net Zero account yeah. for my eBay transactions. At some point, That's they bizarre. let me switch it over. Um, that yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. But... Um, well, I've I've been to some online forums now, not recently, but you know, some years back, uh, they wouldn't accept Gmail accounts because they were getting a lot of spam from Gmail accounts. It's like you need a smarter solution than than that. Let's just right. let's just put it that way, right? You know. So um, so let me tell you. You know, and the, and the funny oh, and the funny part is they had lots of members in the forum. That were using Gmail accounts that were were okay. They were legit, you know. Hmm. Like, um, how do you how do you have both, right? Either how, it's how do you make a policy and, or without, it's not banned. Yeah. Anyways, so I signed. I up. do like the the new sign up for these different forums, where you you fill out the form with your name and all the kind of crap, all the email address, your password. And then at the bottom, there's a little gadget that you hit uh, that pops up a little question, series of pictures or whatever. Uh, and the result is, I am not a robot. Right. Yeah, I love those. Anyways. You know, sometimes uh, you kind of go, you know, if they have a sequence of letters in this graphic thing, you kind of go, well, I can't fucking read that. Or maybe only a robot can. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. you, but but they usually have a refresh so you get a new image and get something you can read. <clears throat> so anyway. Anyway, oh, I'm just sending a quick email to someone. Um so anyways, uh yeah, so getting back to um AOL, which before I do this, I, I do want to make a, a quick announcement because all you out there listening should uh do this if if not today, later and I made a little announcement on Twitter. So you all out there listening, if you're not following at Johnny Gators on Twitter, what what's taking you so long? Get, get on there and get on that shit. And then retweet my announcement from a few days ago. In fact, I'm going to tweet this again right now. 
right now I am going to type and talk this because uh, this is happening live right now. If you haven't already done so, head on over to nhbradio.com slash TAH because Gators is too lazy to actually uh, update the page name. Uh, and vote for what you want to listen to as a show. So there we go. Because if you go to nhbradio.com slash TAH, you'll see uh, up there on the page is a poll. What kind of a show do you want to listen to? And here are the options you can vote on. Uh, keep the current format. Johnny and Brian talk whatever the first hour and tech talk the second hour. Uh, option two, more tech and gaming talk. Add video capture to better demonstrate the pie tweaking discussions. Option three, less tech talk. I don't care about pie projects. Option four, a return to the amateur hours slash suburban homeboys format. Recruit more hosts, a free-for-all clusterfuck. Option five, I don't care. I never listen to Gators anyway. Oh, by the way, to, for the three people that have already voted for that option, thank you. I feel great about that. Uh, and, of course, the next option, I don't care. I always listen to Gators, whatever he does. No votes for that one. Uh, and the last option, other. Email j underscore guitars at yahoo.com. Yeah, other, other would include who the, who the hell is Brian? Uh, <laughs> 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 well, if you vote for other, you have to email me with uh, specifics on that. Uh, which I put in the parentheses there. Uh, so you go ahead, Greg. That well, that's my personal email address, as I've met, referenced several times on here. Uh, so there you go. Um, uh, and so far we've already gotten uh seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen people have voted on this poll. And right now we have um, uh, let me look. We have ten people listening. So uh, six more people than the number of people currently listening have voted on this poll, three of which voted, I don't listen to Gators anyway. So where are the other three people? The, so, ten people have voted. No, 13 people have voted that listen. Ten people are listening. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, anyways. Well, did you vote? So uh, uh, No, I didn't. I didn't vote. So you're not counted, and I hadn't voted at least yet. So I don't count. Right. So, um, yeah. Uh, so <coughs> I, I don't know, but that that's cool that people are. So, you know, go ahead and retweet that and vote and uh, tell all your friends to vote. And, uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, just that simple. And because, you know what, we I, I am thinking about I, I like the groove we're kind of finding here. But I'm also thinking about, you know, maybe it would be cool to get a capture device and kind of actually show the things that I'm talking about that I do on the Pi. But then part of me thinks, well, maybe the capture device will alienate the radio listeners because after all, I see zero viewers on the YouTube and 10 people listening to the audio stream. So if I go see here at the prompt where I type in this long command and you see all this text there... What do you fucking care? No one's watching this. I, I don't know. But then again, maybe people are watching this after the fact and would like the video. And maybe right. I can find a strike balance there. So and maybe 
we should recruit more hosts. Now, we can't get Mars to come back because Mars is, you know, too busy sleeping right now. And, uh, you, you know, I just realized the best way to get Mars's attention. I, I don't know why I didn't think of this until right now. I, I now, uh, I, you know what we need to do? We have to we have to bring back the Neo sound effect is what we need to do. Um, there we go. There we go. I've just added... One by one, I'm adding sound effects back to my board because I cleared the board to start fresh and and find what will work. Uh, so here we go. Let's uh, add that back there. This is the best way to wake Mars. So Mars, if you're out there listening right now, be sure to call in NHB Live through uh, Skype. There we go. That just happened. Yeah. And more coffee. And more coffee. So I signed up for an AOL dial-up account. Why? Because I wanted to get something for free. I I actually... Free is good. Free is, yep. free is good. Uh, Just ex- like this show. Uh, uh, although oftentimes free is a lie. Um, it was one of those things where one time I, I was on the internet and I see this thing, would you like a free something it was before the day of the Wii. i think you know get a free Wii was a very popular one well this was before that but the same premise and and it's the type of thing where you click on it to yeah, out of curiosity because i have nothing better to do and uh, my antivirus is up to date so i clicked on the link and it, it goes all right sign up for like you know seven of these free offers and then go on to the next step and i'm like Okay, this is doable because these are free offers, meaning I don't have to pay any money. And so I signed up for seven free things, which means I now have seven people that are selling my information out there, uh, thus increasing the amount of spam coming into my Yahoo account uh, by great amounts. Uh, thank you, Yahoo, for tweaking your spam filters to uh, keep that under a manageable amount of control. Uh, otherwise, I would have given up and gone to my Gmail account years ago. Um, and one of the, and then you click on that and it's like, okay, now sign up for 12 of these free offers. And, and once again, you know, it's difficult to find the ones that are, are like actually worth signing up for, or that don't need your credit card account, uh, number or that you don't mind putting in your credit card number for, you know, cause if it's a legitimate business, you know, maybe you could trust them a bit more, although that might be stupid. Um, here was the thing the thing was is that step three was what killed the whole process because step three was sign up for two of these three or four or five there were very few options and they were all options that basically were you had to buy a service for a period of time but I, i it wasn't free like uh, signing up for DirecTV, which maybe it was sign up for free, but it was a right. free trial. But, you know, you don't you don't take the free trial unless you're like serious about it. Someone's coming out to install an installation d- uh, dish. There's free installation, but it, it, it was it was not free. It was and this was and this was mandatory. You had to right sign up to qualify for the free Juno account. You you had to to get your That's free to, no to get your free like Wii or PlayStation or whatever or your, your free. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. You had to sign up for the trial of Directv, which was not free. 
I mean, you would get the free gift, but you had to actually, you know, it, this was right. It was a backwards way of getting you to get into Direct TV or whoever. Right. They they made you sign you know, up for a bunch of free things before you get to the last page where it's like, okay, there's no free trials on this one. There's trials for low prices of you know twenty nine ninety five a month for six months right. on, on here. Yeah, that's pretty low. Yeah, and but yeah. one of the things I signed up for was a free AOL account, and it was free for thirty days. And uh, so I, I you know I, I immediately start going through and canceling these things the next day, cleaning up the mess I made for myself, and I get to the AOL right. account, and um, y- y- you know it was. It, it was it was very difficult to get rid of this free AOL account because, uh, you know, you could sign up for free. No problem through a website. They, they don't need any verification. They don't need to talk to you on the phone. They don't need anything in writing. Bam, we've signed you up. Here you go. Enjoy your free 30 days. And then when you go, I want out of this. Well, you have to call this number. Right. And. You get different stories depending on the time of the day or what the tide is, the cycle of the moon, you know, all these things. That, it's a different story because, I, I, you know, I get someone on the phone and and uh, they ask you, well, why do you want to cancel your a- a- free AOL account? And I thought I had a solid ironclad uh, reason because I have... DSL, and I don't have any need for a dial-up account. You'd think that would kill the conversation right there, One right? would think. One would think. Yeah. Well, you would be wrong. Clearly, you don't work in sales. Right. Clearly, you are, right. you're not thinking like, like Pete. Not that I'm saying Pete would ever stoop so low as to work sales for AOL. Right. You right. know? Uh, I think selling uh, dial-up service is is a different kind of low than uh, selling uh, corrugated boxes, which is not low at all because people need boxes. People don't need dial-up. Um, right, right. So, so how would they answer your? Uh, I've got DSL. Well, we offer uh, AOL, AOL DS of high-speed service, which is a service for people that have DSL. Do you own? An antivirus software. On your computer right now, Brian, you own an antivirus software? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. How much do you pay a year for that? Uh, I don't remember the number, but uh, I, I don't have a free one right now. Uh, no, no. Well, you know, with, with AOL uh, DSL, right. we, we, we offer uh, an antivirus scanning one. service, and it, it, that comes with it. Uh, and and for what you right, pay right. a year for antivirus, you could be getting this and so much more. You know, you know what? You didn't use, you didn't really use your 30-day free trial. Why don't we renew you for another 30 days and you can try this right. out? No, I don't want to do that. I think my dad was on AOL dial-up. Uh-huh. And when he would try to cancel, he would, uh, uh, you know, he'd kind of whine about how he didn't understand how things worked and all this kind of stuff. And they kind of go, well, well, in fact, they were, they, this was when they were trying to get him to switch over to paid service. Uh-huh. And he says, well, I haven't got things worked out yet. So they would keep extending the free service. And he, he, I don't think he ever did jump up to the to paid service. Well, though, or eventually they got finally sick and tired of it, and they came, you know, they, 
they dropped him. But well, the thing the thing is, is I that, think it was AOL. I don't remember. The thing with AOL though is that your free trial automatically renews into a paid service if you don't call up to cancel. Now, if you call up to cancel, they will offer and you maybe another. That's what it was. Yeah, he would get the. Oh, you just disappeared. You're, are you? I can't Otherwise hear you. Otherwise, it turned into a paid. That I I didn't hear that, but yeah, you called to try to cancel, and they would talk you yeah. in, and they and their tactic was to try to sell you on, you know, well, we offer this, and this is such a great deal, and and, and and anything you said, like I personally hate you, I hate your guts, I wish you would die, and since you work for AOL, I want nothing to do with a company that would hire a scumbag like you. Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, we can give you another thirty days to really try out the service. You might really like the service. You know, there, there was there was no convincing these people that you don't want their service. Well, clearly you don't understand because we have a service that you really should right. have. I, I I don't understand why you don't right. want this. You know, and 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 there was no convincing them that you didn't want AOL, and they would just try to give you another free thirty days. Or and, and at some point. Sometimes they would rope you into believing that, well, I don't have the ability to cancel the service. You have to submit that in writing. And and, and that was a lie because at some point I eventually got someone on the phone to cancel the account. Yeah. Right, but right. but at some point they convinced me that, well, this doesn't work. You have to submit it in writing. And and there was some kind of a form that they, they sent you to online, and I printed it out, and I, and I wrote in there, I want to cancel my service, and I mailed it out to them and, and, and forgot about it. And one day, three months later, um, I'm reconciling my checkbook, and I can't make this work. And I see, oh, my fucking God, for the past three months, AOL has been charging me twenty nine ninety five a month. What the? F- and, right. and I called them up livid. And that's when you go into like, and then they send you into the people that are still trying to like rescue uh, the account, and and because right. you you are disgruntled and you're trying to get money back from them, that's where they go into like the. It, it's not the cancellation department; it's the retention department. There's no such thing as a right. cancellation department. There's a retention department. But I actually got right. someone that like realized, okay, you're fucking pissed. There is no way in hell you are giving us money. And so the guy was actually very friendly. I found the one friendly, nice guy that worked for the company. It was my lucky day. And he understood what was going on. He's like, we'll tell you what, you know what? You clearly, uh, this was an error on our part. Um, we could go ahead and we can credit you for those three months there because clearly you didn't understand that you were still being billed and clearly you did try to cancel your account and he refunded me all the money. And he said, Hey, you know what? If you really would like to, Though, it sounds like you didn't really get a chance to really try our service. Would you like to try another free... Thir- no! Okay, all right. <laughs> we will cancel your account. I don't want to go around. I don't want to go around again. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Somehow, Seth also signed up for a free trial with AOL. And I don't even remember how or why he signed up for it. But he did, too. And I remember sitting next to him on the couch. And he spent f- 15 minutes saying... I want to cancel my account. And they kept asking him, why do you want to cancel my account? I want to cancel my account. And from what I went through, he realized there was no right answer to this. So he refused to give him an answer. I want to cancel my account. I want to cancel my account. That's nice, but I want to cancel my account. I I, I still want to cancel my account. I want to cancel. And it took 15 minutes of saying this over and over and over again before they finally 
canceled his account. Right. So if I ever had to do that again, I would try to go with the whole, well, I uh, literally hate your guts. I hate you. You disgust me. I want nothing to do with a, a company that would hire some scumbag like you. You are revolting a horrible uh, excuse for yeah. a uh, human being. I, I want to see what they have to say to that to try to, you know, well. And, and by know. the way, I moved to Kenya. Do you have service in Kenya? <laughs> there we go. I'll try that one next time. I don't have a phone Or line. Nigeria, because I know this. I, I, I got a new deal with this guy from Nigeria. I, 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 should, right? I should say to so the... So you link it into that scam email. I'm thinking I should say to the person on the phone... And I'll send you an email so that you can get in on this too. I, I should say to the person I'm on the line with, I don't have access to phone uh, service at all to dial up. I can't get to a phone. I never use a phone. Right. I'm Amish. Phone. There we go. I'll tell them I'm Amish next time. I've I've decided to convert to a life of Amish. I start tomorrow. There, that would be a good one. There we go. Yes, I'm Amish. That, I don't. I won't have a phone. Yeah. I'm disconnecting. Yeah. Oh man, you're. That's hilarious. That that would work. That would work. Maybe they would try to talk me into uh, going Mennonite instead, so I can keep the uh, server. I, I don't know. Well, I checked into that, and they're just not the same thing. No, so, no, yeah. no, no. I want to go all out, full-fledged, <clears throat> off the grid. Yep. Not even solar panels. Exactly. So how was your week, Brian? I, I don't want to steal uh, energy from the sun because it, it will eventually run out. That If the sun wanted me to have that energy, it would have sent it to me in a form that I could have used it without having to build panels. Right. So how was your week? Oh, not too bad. Uh, I, I finished soldering together my oscilloscope project. Mm -hmm. uh, we can see. I'll, I'll get that for uh, part two. And uh, I'm in the testing phase now. But so far, everything looks good. Uh, actually, testing and calibration. So Cool. We'll have to talk more uh, detail about the tech stuff uh, in the second hour. Yeah. Uh, you could, yeah. you know, show us the things, and I, and I, uh, I, I, I am now the proud owner of a U Force, and uh, I'll give my thoughts on that in the uh, second hour. Uh, cool. How how it works and how it compares to the Power Glove, and uh, I'd like to do a weekend show playing with that at some point, but I don't, I don't know when. Keep your eyes on the Twitter yeah. account, but uh, you know what? Like I mentioned earlier, I I had to jumpstart my car this past weekend. And that was an ordeal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's hear that story. Yeah. That's a good one. Well, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I went out to my car on Saturday morning to go grocery shopping because I didn't go Friday night because the fucking train got stuck. Uh, I don't know if you saw those uh, lovely tweets. I, no, I did not. Oh, I was totally bitching out the Massachusetts Transportation Authority on Twitter for keeping me stuck in a train for a fucking hour, not moving. And then when we finally do move, we get to the spot where the line's down, and there are three workers in orange vests standing around doing nothing. Dude, I just sat still in the train for a fucking hour because of this problem. If you're not going to fix it, at least for my benefit, look like you're trying to fix it. 
Because right now you're making me want to jump out of this train and fucking strangle all three of you with my bare fucking hands. Uh, you know, that's right. uh, that's uh, how you feel after an hour uh, on the train. So, please. This is electrified rail, right? Right, right. And the lines. So the problem could be dangling someplace other than. Oh, the line was dangling right there? There was a line dangling down. Three people in orange vests milling around, laughing, joking, leaning up against the pole, doing nothing. I tweeted a picture of this to the MBTA uh, going, hey, nice to see you are all hard at work fixing the problem. And uh, I did oh, not get a response back I from them. I'll have that. to look. It's like at least. I'll uh, have to look okay, that up. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'll give them the benefit of the doubt now that I've calmed down that perhaps they were waiting on something else to happen before they could do work. But for our benefit, when the train goes by, they're waiting an hour because of this problem. You know, at least look like you're fixing it. That'll make us feel better. So anyways. Yeah, I, the picture is a little fuzzy, but. There's a wire yeah. dangling. Uh, there's a guy in orange vest leaning on a pole. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, I was off to a great start on my weekend as far as transportation goes. So I get in my car Saturday morning to go to the grocery store, put the key in, turn it, click, 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 which is not the sound of a car starting. That's the sound of a car not starting. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And you know what I think happened? What I think happened is, is some months ago, my check engine light came on. And I was like, well, you know what? I may as well buy one of those, uh, you know, uh, ODB connectors that you put on your port and then connect with your phone. And, and then you can get the code uh, off of uh, that so you can kind of see uh, why your check engine's light uh, is on. And I yeah. bought and I bought that. And I put it on the port, and I saw that it was the code for evaporative emissions, which basically means you didn't put your gas cap on tight enough, you idiot. Right. Right. And, and uh, of course, it, the the light had been lit for weeks, so I've opened and tightened my gas cap a few times. So I cleared the code, never came back. So it once it's set off, right. you have to clear it for it to go away. It won't go away on its own. Even yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Right? It'd be nice if it just, like, could, you know, right. double-check, like, every uh, so often to be like, you know, is this still a problem? Nope. Okay, I'll turn off for you. No, no, it, it won't do that. You have to buy something to do that. Uh, so Or pay a mechanic. And I think usually to look up the code, you know, they're plugging in their gear, they're going to charge you 100 bucks. Right. Well, there are some places that will connect and look at it for free i mean some right but i mean the, the, the standard thing right is is a hundred bucks but um here's the thing and and this is really video vamp's fault but by the way by the way just as a side we're talking about idiot lights on a car uh-huh in the early days there was just an idiot light just a light that would come on right in fact a friend of mine had a i think it was a mitsubishi truck at one hundred thousand miles the light went on Right. Right. For no reason, he went on, and he just kind of goes, "Well, I'm not going to go pay somebody have that reset." Not that. For... So he continues on. At two hundred thousand miles, the light went out. Oh, there you go. Now you know what you have to do. Perfect solution. Perfect solution. Well, right. Here's the thing. This is all video fans. I think these things all got a little bit more sophisticated since then, but. But this was all video vamp's fault because when I drove across the country 
year ago, moving back out here, yeah. I stopped in Albuquerque. And, and and let me tell you, if you ever have the chance to uh, pass through Albuquerque and hang out with Video Vamp, you have got to uh, be a passenger in his car while he's driving because it is the experience of a lifetime that you will never forget if you happen to survive by chance. And uh, I even have the video and audio footage uh, of this. Um, so let me bring up what it is like. This is what it's like to be in a car with video vamp. I don't, I don't even need to show the video. But, uh... Oh, well, that that was... That sucks. That's that's already over. Um, no. Stop uh, screen sharing. I didn't want to... I, I don't want to screen share the whole screen. I just wanted to screen share that. Stop screen sharing! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yelled at it worked. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So that's the, so that's, yeah, that is uh, driving with video vamp. But also, video vamp had put one of these things on his uh, ODB port and had his phone like with different dials on there. He's like, look at all the things I can see that my engine does. I can see this. I can see that. And I, I didn't really care, but it was kind of cool. Whatever. And so I have this new thing I bought, and I turned off the check engine light. So part of me was like, let's see what else I can do. So I left the thing on the port so that I could, you know, bring up the app on my phone while driving and see all the different dials and things like that. And I kind of forgot about it and left it on there now the thing is is that it broadcasts a uh, wi-fi hotspot to connect to with your phone whether or not your car is running or not and so basically this thing was connected to my car drawing current from the battery 24 7 which was perfectly fine when i was driving 45 minutes each way to and from work every day um because you know a long drive like that charges your battery every time you take the car out for a drive but then when I started the new job at the beginning of July, the car just sat parked all week and just went for a two-minute drive down to the grocery store every weekend. Right. So it drained my battery over the course of the past month is what happened, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so I took that off of, of the port and... Um, I decided, well, we need, uh, you know, let's let's jumpstart the car with the old car. Um, so uh, the thing is, though, is that I uh, park my car head in uh, on the parking spot in front of the house. So I didn't have uh, any way to, you know, get jumper cables to the battery and the other battery, get the, you know, the, the front of the cars close together. So I had to get the car uh, backed out of the parking spot. Now, I live on this little side street that you could sit out there for hours and not see a car go by because it's just a little side street off of another residential street. There, there's, you know, there's not much of a reason to drive here unless you live here and you're getting in or going out that way. So I get out into the car. Kristen comes out with me because I figure, you know, I might need a hand. And uh, I try to put the car into neutral. Modern cars have these great features to make it almost nearly fucking impossible to get a car into neutral without it running i mean i even turned the key into the run position and put my foot on the brake to mimic this and it still knows your car's not running i'm not letting you put me into neutral so i had to get out the book and find out well you got to take this little cap off of this thing and jam a screwdriver into this damn hole to override that none of my screwdrivers would fit into this hole they're either too big or i got the universal screwdriver which isn't a long pull 
And, and even when I did get something to jam down in there, it still wasn't quite working right. I had to do a little coaxing um, slash forcing to finally get this damn thing to in the neutral. Oh. And at this point, I realize my wheel doesn't turn as easily as it normally does when the car is running. So I'm not confident in what's going to happen when I take off the parking brake. I kind of wonder, hey, wait, do my power brakes require the car to run to work right? Uh, does the steering require the car to run to work right? And so I had vision. Now, now, normally, if you're out there with your wife and someone needs to steer the car and someone needs to push the car, typically your wife's going to sit behind the wheel and you're going to get out and get the car push. I had visions of my car careening out into traffic uncontrollably and basically leaving my wife inside a death trap. And, 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 and I, I did not feel comfortable uh, doing that. I was like, you know, Chris, I think it'd be safer if, if, if you got out and gave the car a little dodge. And I felt like such an ass sitting in this car with my wife out there pushing. But that is what I felt was the safest option. You know, I was like, you know, I, I'm older, I've lived my life, and I know where the parking brake is. I'm sure my wife could have handled the parking brake, too. Though. I really should have pushed the car. But I felt safer for my wife. Having, I think you probably made the right decision. I'm glad you agree with me on that. Yeah. Did she feel that way? Uh, Did she, she feel that? She agreed with my logic. So she went okay. out there. And, and plus, I was on a bit of an incline. So once she gave it a little nudge, it started rolling. And I was like, okay. And just as I'm getting momentum, just as I'm starting to get to the road, a car comes around the bend, forcing me to put on the brakes. And it's like, God. Like I said, hours could go by with no car. But no, when I have the car pushed, just as I'm starting to turn out into the road, that's when you got to come around the. It's like, I swear this car was waiting. Around the bend with binoculars. Yeah, oh. right. Waiting for you. Yep. Oh, he's yeah, going. He's going now. Let's go. You know? All right. That's... We got him exactly where we want him. So, so at this point, you know, the momentum's killed, and and the car's mid turn, and he can't push a car that's turning. So, right. But luckily, I basically realized, all right, you know what? It's backed out enough that like the corner of it is here. I just I pull up my car behind the other two parked cars that were next to it, and and I could get the two batteries next to one another and get the jumper cables going. Okay, we're good. We're good here. So I get into the other car, which I just need to drive from one side of the road onto the other, pull up to there. Of course, two or three cars go by as I'm trying to do this because right. they were waiting for me. And they said, oh, here he goes. He's getting ready That's to pull right. out. Well, you survived the first car, so we need a couple more yeah. to, uh, uh, to see what happens. So I get out there, and I uh, get the jumper cables connected, and you know, all the proper order and everything. Uh, start the old car. It's running. Get in the new car. Boom. Starts right up. I take off the cables. Okay. All right. This is great. Now, uh, uh, let me pull this car out of the way of the cars I'm blocking and park it back over the other side of the car. At this point, two cars come one direction. One car comes from the other direction. My uh, car that I just jump-started. And you thought the challenge was over. No, the challenge continues. It's like, all right, all right, all right, Kristen, pull pull that one in. Pull that one in. So she gets in there. She pulls it in. And, and, and you know, the old car's out of the way. They all pass. I managed to back that car up to the other side of the road and park it again. And, but at this point, you know, I'm like, okay, we're going to let 
you know, the car run a bit to try to charge up the battery some. We'll give it like 20 minutes or so yeah. to idle here, get a charge on the battery. And I decided, you know what? I don't know if it's going to hold a charge or not. I might have to jump start this car again. Um, I ought to turn the car around so it's facing head out. So that way it's easier to drive up to to jump start it. So I, I should turn the car around. So I take a look. Everything's all clear. All I have to do, back out of the spot into the road, pull forward up to the stop sign at the corner, and back into my spot, and I'm golden. That is all I have to do. Simple. Oh, wait a minute. The challenge isn't over yet. (laughs) I back out of my spot. I pull up to the stop sign. Just as I'm reaching over to to the gear shift to go into reverse, I look in my rearview mirror. There's a car coming around the bend. Fuck! So I decided, okay, this car has to go around me since I am not moving forward and I'm not turning. I'm going to go backwards. So rather than shift my car into reverse while there's a car right behind me, which would be kind of a threatening move and kind of, you know, if I my foot slips off the brake, I, I start moving towards a car. My 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 thought is the smart thing to do is to not shift into reverse until this car has gotten out of my way. So how do I let this car know I want it to go around me? Well, I could scream at the guy, but I figured no, let's let's communicate with lights. So I put my flashers on. Now, Brian, you're an intelligent guy, right? Yep. Uh, close enough. Uh, if if you're driving and there's a car at a stop sign, and 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 you're, you're approaching him. And he puts on his flashers. What would you do? Uh, that kind of means uh, you can go around them. Right. You understand that that means yeah. go around. This car. Actually, actually, uh, on the way home last night, uh, you know, we had pulled off to the wall with the off the highway to stop at a you know truck stop, whatever, to pick up some stuff. Right. And this guy had stopped in the middle of the road off the ramp. Mm-hmm. You know, no flashers, no nothing. No flashers. Well, they were changing drivers just in the middle of the fucking road. Well, it's like, <sighs> why don't you pull off? There are other people that are going to be coming by. Pull off the side. So you can change drivers like a normal person. I, I mean, there's, there's or use your flashers or something. I mean, there's I no idea what this guy's doing. There's multiple things wrong with this. A changing drivers is something that's under your control. You can pick the time and place. Right. You can find a parking lot to pull off the road. There. It's not like you broke down and you had no control over this. You have control over your place. You can find a better place than that and be... Well, I think the idiot was just assuming that no one ever would come off this highway at this spot to stop off at this truck stop. You know, no one ever would do that, even, of course... You know, the, the all the pumps, I think, were full of cars the entire time we I was there. Well, no, whoever pulls off at a truck stop to, you know, gas up. Uh, exactly. Uh, big right. tractor trailers do. The type of things you don't want right. to be in the way of. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it was hilarious. This, this like, guy did not think this all the way through. No, not at all. So the guy, so I put on my flashers. So <clears throat> right after I put on my flashers, what does this guy do his reaction? Pulls up closer to me thus ensuring that he would have to back up to get around me. 
And it's like, what does this guy think he's doing? All right. Flasher means, I, I know it. Flasher means pull up closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, this guy. I, I, apparently. <laughs> so, 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 and my windows are all open. So I, I yell back, I'm backing up. And I wasn't yelling out of anger. I was yelling so he would hear right. me. Just, just. And, speaking loudly, yeah. Right. And, and although it came out, I was kind of pissed. So it was yelling. It was, I'm backing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, And And, and, and Kristen kind of, you know, saw, uh-oh. So she came over. And, and she saw the guy was, like, taken aback. Like, whoa. Yeah, and it's like, what do you think fucking flashers mean? And and, and, and so Kristen comes over and goes, yeah, he's going to, you know, back up into the spot there. And the guy's like, well, I didn't see any backup lights on. It's like, I put my flashers well, on. work. They don't work when the flashers are on. Right. And, and, and Which I'm, is a stupid thing that cars do, but that's what they do. And so at this point, I start yeah. yelling, go around! Go around! <laughs> and so finally, the idiot figured this out, and he went around. Right. And, and I backed up into the spot. It all was good. So, right. <sighs> now, so did you pull that thing out of the, uh, of the equipment port? Uh, yeah, I took the, I, I, I disconnect and, and I also disconnected my charging cable from the cigarette lighter. So uh, right. and, and the next day car start right up, took a drive to Best Buy to buy right. an iTunes gift card for my dad for a birthday gift. Car right. start right up again, drove home. And here's the other thing. Uh, and, and this right. is a, this is a two part uh, a, a thing here. You know, there are these little solar panel things that you can leave on the dash of your car. I mean, typically they plug it into the cigarette lighter, but you have to bypass the thing right. so the cigarette lighter already has juice, or you can wire it into the battery so that your battery is always getting charged. It's a, I think it's a cool idea, particularly if you're not going to use a car all the, you know every day, hmm. or you know if well, it's you know just once a week or whatever. Well, anyways, um, but I did. Um, I, I was concerned that there was very much a possibility that my battery is dying or needs to be replaced. Uh, and yeah. last time I uh, visited uh, my, my parents, my, my dad, my family down the shore, uh, my dad had found a uh, file folder that my grandmother kept of everything, and I mean everything, relating to this car. You know, like that tag that warns you that this car has uh, airbags in it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's in the file folder. Right. No. Oh, yeah. 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 You're supposed to keep all that shit. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Most people don't. But yeah. So exactly. So I I took out the folder to see if the if it's the original battery because it's a 2008. So it's it very well could be the original battery and it is getting to that age where it's gonna fail. So I wanted to see has the battery ever been changed in this or is it on the original battery. And so I, I yeah. flipped through, and I flipped through a few pages, and sure enough, I find an invoice from AAA for a brand-new battery. And my grandmother even put a Post-it note on there that she wrote down information on there. And she wrote down on there, three-year warranty. And I look at the day of the invoice, July of 2013. Which means you're just out of warranty. Just out of warranty, typically. I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, typical. And then I saw, wait a minute. My there was a time wait when a minute, the, uh, wait a minute, companies... wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, th and then I saw, wait a minute. She wrote something else underneath that. She wrote underneath. All right. So it said three-year warranty. Underneath that, three-year 
extended warranty. Which I assume is extended beyond the initial three years. Yeah. So I have another three years on this battery that I could get it replaced. So you're going to go uh, put in your claim? Well, it's it's working now. It's holding yeah, a charge. Yeah, okay. But the point yeah. is, is now I know. You're you're on AAA now, right? Uh, no, no. Actually, I uh, I uh, let AAA lapse, and I was going to renew it at some point once I you know, like yeah. started making more money or something. And then when I uh, had to uh, renew my insurance, I I was looking at different insurance options. And Geico, I saw offers their own roadside assistance uh, as part of their plan, and they gave me a really good quote. And I thought, oh my god, I'll go with that, and I don't even have to worry about AAA because I'll go with the Geico roadside assistance. And so I called up Amica, who I have insurance through, and I said, hey, look it. I, I just want to let you know, bef- you know, before I do this, that I'm thinking of going with Geico, and I've been with you for you know over ten years. Here's the quote that Geico's giving me: uh, Is there any chance you could come close to this? And we talked it over. And at one point, I said, "Well, one of the reasons I'm going with Geico is they offer roadside assistance." And they go, "Oh, we have that too." And I got a really good quote from Amica that was almost as good a deal as Geico. Uh, but I have the history with Amica, so I'll pay a little bit more as long as they come in the same ballpark. Yeah. So I have roadside assistance with uh, uh, Amica. <clears throat> yeah. So you were going to say cool. about the batteries. I just wanted to finish that warranty part. There was a time when a lot of battery companies were jumping into lifetime w- warranty. Yeah. And I knew a guy that was from uh, Texas where it just gets hotter than hell in the summertime, and it just – it wipes these batteries out. Batteries don't last three years in Houston, you know, in Houston or Texas. And uh, the the battery outfit was replacing batteries left and right. Mm. You know, because you know, yeah, lifetime so warranty it, on a battery, bad idea for the battery yeah, companies. Yeah, that's what they found out. Yeah, great. In fact, what they tried to do is replace batteries. You know, the, the lifetime warranty batteries with something that was uh, more limited, you know, even seven years or whatever. Right. And people just wouldn't. No, I'm not buying it. This this battery is to be replaced forever. Right. Unlimited. So, yeah, I don't know how they finally resolved it, but. But, well, wait for every... because the battery is going to die. Oh, this bat, this whole battery won't fit. Yeah. I mean, the battery's going to die. And I mean, heck, I'm on the third battery on my 2003 Taurus. Because I yeah. did, because remember you went with me and replaced the battery and we bought the nice one and you said this will last the, the rest of the lifetime of the car. Uh, nope. Nope. That that battery died oh, last crap. year. <laughs> yeah. So I got a, a, a fairly new battery in there now because, uh, yeah, I yeah. did I did actually get to my third battery in that car. Um, right. Oh, well, it happens. Uh, but anyways, uh, we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to have some tech talk. You know, We'll talk uh, some gaming stuff with the whole U-Force and how it compares to the Power Glove. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And, Sounds uh, cool. And you're going to be talking about your oscilloscope project some and whatever yeah, I'll have to other. Yeah, i put that in the other room, but I'll go get it. Yeah. So, yeah. Fantastic. So we'll be back and, uh, you know, for t- more tech talk. And maybe Venison will call in. And maybe we'll wake up Mars. Don't go anywhere. All right.
Yo, this is Dune from the Dune and Bob Show. Uh, you're probably wondering what all this racket is in the background. Well, with the way the gas prices and the economics have been lately and basically everything else Obama has done to us, I've had to take on a second job. Shh, don't tell anybody, but I'm a nighttime DJ at a club. It, oh, hang on a second. No, it, look, look at the sign. It says absolutely no requests. Yeah, leave the DJ alone. Yes. Thank you. No, I, I am construct... Hang on, let me get my card. I am constructing a mix of a songs to create a vibe slash journey slash musical experience outside the catering to an individual's desire to hear my song, if you know what I mean. If you can't live inside the music, you should just stay at home and listen to your iPod. Requests are for scared, musically uneducated dweebs who have no desire to learn about new good tracks or experience the art of modern EDM. There. Jeez. Oh. Okay, she's gone. Hey, by the way, just to let you know, a little secret. I found out that DJs really don't do anything. All I'm doing is just replaying something that Vamp recorded like a month ago. It's really simple. <laughs> That's why I can't do requests. But uh, listen, I was sworn to secrecy by the, the DJs of America Club. Geeks even made me pinky swear to it. God. So anyway, Duna Bob Show, Sundays, 6 8 Eastern, nhbradio.com. Be there. The No Holds Barred Radio Network. Now available in chunky style. Anyway, tunes. I invoke my tunes. One day, Ape Man was putting around in his backyard when he discovered the remains of a Cylon. He decided to use it to promote PTR Radio. Okay, let me see if I can get this right. Cylon brain gets connected to the 5-volt output of the Pollock. I think that's... Yes! Centurion functions online. What is that getting, Imperial leader? No, 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 no. That war is long over with. I want you to help me record a new promo for our radio show. By your command, please define radio show. It's simple. Every other Monday, Shaggy, Nate, Colin, and I get together, and we broadcast comedy online for everyone to enjoy. You understand? Affirmative. Cylons created this technology used to broadcast entertainment. Uh, no, you didn't, but that's okay. Anyway, the, the show is called PTR Radio, and people can listen by going to our website, www.ptrradio.com. You, you with me here, Toaster? Affirmative. Cylons created Toast. No, you did not create toast. Stop that. Now, are you going to help me here or what? By your command. Good. Tell people how to listen. By your command, open your internet browser of choice and navigate to www.ptrradio.com to enjoy this human entertainment powered by Cylon technology. Would you stop that? By your command. You didn't invent these things. The Cylons were created by man, remember? Negative. Ron Moore has rewritten our history to make it seem that way. Okay, let's not go there. By your command. But it is true. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, you stupid toaster, it's not. Yes, descendant of monkey, it is. Stupid one 
red eye going back and forth. I will turn you into spare parts for my Jeep. I swear to God now. Tune in every other Monday by going to www.ptrradio.com. PTR Radio, we have strong feet. Hi, this is Ben, host of Detox Radio. And when I'm not listening to gay 80s music, I'm usually listening to the No Holds Barred Radio Network. And you should be too. Well, listen to the No Holds Barred Radio Network, not the gay 80s music. You know what I mean. Just do it. Tune in. Crater Maker. www.creatormakerband.com EP now available on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, and Bandcamp. You're listening to NHB Radio Network. Um, I know there's supposed to be something else here. Damn it, Damon, why did I let you write my cue cards? www.nhbradio.com Original Adult You know somebody that complains constantly about Dell, Asus, motherboards, Intel, printers, faxes, soda, and may possibly be considering the fact that his own anus is conspiring to destroy all of his computer equipment. Worse yet, does this person constantly complain about massive PST files while sending 8-page emails? If you answered yes to any of the above, then what you need is the Jonathan Gators TLDR email filter. That's right, this innovative new program can take even a Gators rant and extract the few pieces of relevant content therein. Let's see how the program works. Firstly, let's take the average Johnny Gators email. God damn it, there is no code I can count on anymore. Where does the disk operating system overwrite? Right over the few meg that has the file I just deleted seconds ago by accident. Way to go, a named uncredited person that threw the code into a dumpster to be retrieved by Bill Gates. You were right to throw that away, it fucking sucks. Next time you decide to write shitty code, get a fucking paper shredder. My what a steaming pile of bullshit. But let's see what the TLDR filter can make of it. Oh no, I broke my computer again. What a dick I am. The program then presents them in a six-line format to maximize relevance with minimal waffle. As you can see, this new product is an amazing thing. And how much do you think it costs? Fifty? A hundred dollars? Well, you'd be wrong. Because we're giving away the Jonathan Gators TLDR email filter for free. Because, let's face it, it's an act of fucking charity. So pick up a copy of the Jonathan Gators TLDR filter for your email client today. The average user claims that they save up to six to eight hours worth of productive time per day when they don't have to read Gators mail. The Jonathan Gators TLDR filter. The most exciting new productivity tool in the world.
And we're back for uh, hour two of uh, this great little thing here that we call... Insert title here. And uh, we're going to do a little tech talk. And I think Brian's setting up his techie stuff. And uh, also my beverage of choice for tech talk is another great glass of high C Ecto Cooler. It's green! Yes. Yes, it is. And I, I, I don't have to cut open juice boxes and pour out a glass of this stuff. They don't make it in a can anymore. They only come by the little juice boxes. And I don't feel like, you know, sucking juice out of a box with a little tiny straw. So do, you, do you feel like you're seven years old when you do that? I, uh, e- 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 no, because I, I didn't drink from juice boxes when I was seven. Um, trying to think when I... You know what? There was... My, my mom was not one for juice boxes. No, you know, we typically we drank Kool-Aid because you buy a canister of powder and just make tons of this this stuff. Uh, right. The one time I remember drinking from a juice box was uh, in first grade we went on a class trip to Sesame Place. And, and the teacher told us, bring your lunch, buy juice boxes, and put the juice box in the freezer. And then pack your lunch with your frozen juice boxes. And they'll keep your lunch cold. And by the time it's time for lunch, the juice box will have melted. And you'll have cold juice and cold lunch. And um, we did this. And we had slushies. We were, like, ripping open the juice boxes to suck on the frozen juice to get a damn beverage to, to wet our whistle, you know? It did not melt. It did not melt completely in time for lunch. It did not work. <laughs> it was a good idea. The calculations are just off a little bit. But, uh, yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Ecto cooler. So, yeah, I um, bought a U-Force. Now, for those that don't uh, remember the U-Force, let me see if I can find, like, a vintage commercial for the U-Force. Actually, let me see if I can find a vintage commercial for the uh, Power Glove. Because we're going to talk comparison uh, here. Because we, we may we may as well talk comparisons. And, oh, here we go. I did find the uh, Power Glove uh, commercial. So let's, um, let's uh, you know, click on that and see how that goes. Wow, it's quality uh, audio. And that looks like it's cool. It looks like he's actually, like, controlling it with hand motions easily it it doesn't really work that way the power glove everything else is child's play problem is is that it doesn't so this is third party for the nintendo right mattel made the power glove and it it doesn't hold its center that well and you know yeah. it, it worked all right with Mike Tyson's punch out, but not that great. Uh, the U Force I think right. worked better, and we'll go into that in a moment. Uh, 
Let me see if I can find a commercial for the U-Force. I remember the U-Force commercials. I remember thinking this was the coolest thing ever, and I wanted one, and I never got one uh, until now. You force. You. You force. Nothing but you, 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 and the game. The game. With the U force power field, nothing comes between you and the game. You, 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 you force. And basically, yeah. Hang on a second. You know, I always thought the Wii Remote was a unique, brand new thing, whatever. But now that I'm looking at the glove and this thing, it's like, did they are, are the technology simple similar? No. Are they doing the same types of thing, or well, or did uh, Nintendo come up with a whole different approach that would made it better? You know what? I think there is some connections and some relationship there. Now the Power Glove. Uh, had two things uh, happening there. A, there were sensors on your TV that actually sensed the glove. Now, mind you, the the uh, Nintendo Wii has a sensor that you put on top of the TV that does sense uh, the controller. So there is some. Yeah, you can set it top or bottom, actually. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. And where's the, but but the the Power Glove had sensors that three sensors in in three corners so it had the you know x and y axis to connect right but the power glove also could sense uh you bending your fingers which also worked as a, as a trigger whereas the wii i guess has in a, in a sense has both because the controllers have buttons on them so that's finger right. activated so right. there's finger activation and motion activation so yeah i think the wii really <coughs> is kind of the power glove made in a way that works without actually having to right, cover right. your hand with it. The U-Force, well, however... Uh, it does, uh, you kind of wonder why didn't... You know, I mean, you could take the uh, the Wii remote and you plop it into a slot on a little steering wheel. Right. You can drop it into a slot on the guitar for the, you know, the you know guitar... Guitar hero, it? rock band type guitar stuff. Guitar hero, whatever. <clears throat> it's like... So why didn't they make a thing to put it on the slap it on the back of your wrist? Because one of the number early problems was people were going like this to the screen and the the thing goes out of the hand and they're whacking their TV screen with the remote. Right. Remember there people were breaking their TV because they're idiots. Right. Well, I right? I, don't, I don't know why. So they, then uh, they said, well, you have to use use the strap and they insisted you use the strap. Okay, that so that's kind of solved that problem. But why didn't they make a, uh, a an arm thing for the thing? You could control the thing, you know, like this. But well, I I think or add extensions to your fingers. But you know, no, they you, you know what it works fine the way it is, and and the power glove wasn't the most comfortable thing to wear either, and and uh, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole idea of bending your fingers instead of pushing a button. But then again, you have to bend your fingers to push a button. So the Wiimote, you still, I, I, you know. Now, the, the thing with the U-Force is the U-Force basically has two screens. And, and it, you could have the thing opened up at a nearly 90-degree angle. It actually closes in a little bit. So it's more like an 85-degree angle. Um, 
And each one of those screens has uh, a sensor in each corner. So you have four sensors he, uh, on, on, on the, the top panel, four sensors on the bottom panel, and there's another sensor on the top of the thing and on the bottom of the thing. And really, the, the way it works for the most part is with like a like um, a, a airplane type of control thing. There's actually a, a, a dent in there, and it comes with a stick with uh you know two handles and a button on the top of each handle that you could actually rest in the thing and it basically is just a guide to put your hands in the right place so you basically typically control it by like holding like a steering wheel or a steering stick and move back move forward uh or move left and right and use your thumbs as, as buttons and you can do it with the stick you could do it without the stick um that's the most common or popular way to use it uh now you could also and there's there's four switches on there that you can set to different positions which change what sensor does what and it plugs into the standard nintendo port so you could use it with a nintendo port to usb adapter you could use it with emulation just fine uh now you could open it up all the way flat lay it flat on the table and basically wave your hand over to different spots. That's the way it recommends doing Super Mario Brothers, using one hand to control your directions and another hand to control your running and jumping. And that's a bit of a challenge, but I think with practice, one could get good at that. The thing the U-Force does best, though, is Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. And I think the U-Force is, is better at Mike Tyson's Punch-Out than the glove. Because, yes, the glove, you could do it Mike Tyson's Punch-Out by punching at your screen. But you only have one glove, so you have to do all your punches with one fist. So a left punch is punching towards the left, a right punch is punching towards the right. So you're using one hand to control two hands, uh, which is not that realistic. The U-Force, however, your four sensors on the top panel control your left punch, right punch, high or low so you're actually punching with both fists at the u-force and and it it's quite responsive and works quite well the thing that's a challenge with the u-force is dodging and the way it dodges is the two bottommost sensors are are set to dodge you to the left or to the right and it comes with a bar that you have to put over those sensors uh, to do Mike Tyson's punch out because you, you don't want those sensors to be triggered while you're punching. And, you know, your arm's going to be over those. So what it does is you have a bar that actually has uh, 45 degree angle mirrors on it. So the way you dodge is to basically bring your fist down to the right or to the left of the controller and the mirror will sense your fist down there and trigger the motion sensor. So you dodge right by actually bringing your hand down to the side of the controller in a fist. And that's very different from anything you're used to doing. So the dodging and getting the timing just right of the dodges, is, is, it takes practice. But I actually did beat a few people uh, playing the U-Force uh, on Mike Tyson's Punch-Out!, uh, the other thing. Yeah, that, what what device were they using for Punch Out? What do you Just mean? Just a regular controller. Well, well, no, I mean beating the computer. 
Oh, beating the computer. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. I got. I, I got. Thought you meant, I thought you meant a real person. I, I got through a few levels on Mike Tyson's punch out. Whereas right. it, using the power glove, I got knocked out by the first uh, level. <laughs> I did not right. beat anyone using the power glove and punch out. Now I could right, practice right. a little more. Right. So yeah, I mean, the glove looks cooler because you actually wear it. Yeah. But the U-Force, I think, was a better device, at least for Mike Tyson's right. punch-out. Um, no, I never used punch-out, but I know uh, punch-out for the Wii, they use the remote and the nunchuck, because the yeah. nunchuck can do that other hand right. sensing. So that does also uh, punching with both yeah. fists. So really, you could do that in the Nintendo era. You could do th- yeah. with the yeah. U-Force. The U-Force... That's cool. That's yeah. that's about the only thing the U Force is really. Uh, right. The, the glove and the U Force were best for Mike Tyson's punch out. Also, the glove did have uh, Glove Ball, uh, Super Glove Ball, which was supposedly a good game for the glove. I haven't played it in years. I just recently picked up a copy. Uh, I haven't had a chance to throw that in yet. To, I remember it being all right, but kind of boring after a while. The other thing that sucks about the U Force is the U-Force for Punch-Out doesn't assign a motion sensor for a block. You can dodge left, you can dodge right, but block, you have to actually push a, a button the, uh, to, to block, which kind of takes away from the whole sensor thing. But it, it works. So really, uh, now, the, the thing that's sad is the U-Force instruction manual does reference a, a setting that you don't use that is going to be used on future U-Force-specific games. So a broader bund uh, made the U-Force, and broader bund had plans to make games specifically for the U-Force. Never happened, which kind of makes you wonder, was there things in development? Are there demo copies of things? What what were they planning on doing with this? Because I think it's, one, it's a challenge to make a new device that will work with already existing things that didn't have that in mind for it. You know, like Super Mario Brothers uh, on a power glove. Super Mario Brothers was never meant for some kind of motion controller. Um, But to design a game specifically for a controller, that's where you can kind of make things happen. So I I would have really loved to have seen what Broader Bun had in mind for the U-Force if if it caught on. But it, it never really caught on. Now, the, here's the other thing. Yeah. I tried playing with it using the, 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 um, the, the uh, steering stick that comes with it, and that works for the most part. The thing is is that it's really hard to find a center between up and down. You know, you push forward, things move up. You pull back, things move down. There's not a good solid center to stay put. And a lot of times in the game, you don't want an up or down press. Do you want it to just be centered? You know, like I, I, I brought up Top Gun, and I'm, I'm trying to fly the plane in Top Gun, and my plane is just going loop to loop to loop to loop to loop. I must have looked like a drunk pilot to all the other uh, planes that were flying around shooting at me. So, yeah, um, that is the... If you kill one, we can get them into our sights. That is the downside of the U-Force, is that it's very hard to balance a stationary center, which was also the problem with the Power Glove, that the Power Glove was very difficult to get a stationary center on. 
that seemed to be the challenge of motion uh, detection controllers of the uh, late 80, early 90s. I think these both came out in 89. Uh, was that uh, the centering uh, stationary position just, uh, you know, maybe that's what we really, uh, you know, but, uh, well, I think in the Wii that's, well, the thing with the Wii is that you actually have a visual, you're not, you know, you have a pointer. It's more like using a mouse. And so from there, right. you, you kind of have the visual to stay still. Whereas, you know, the U-Force, it's things are moving up, things are moving down. I don't, even with the visual, I, I, I can't get a stationary center on the glove or the U-Force. That's really, if, if they could tweak that, it'd be nice if there was someone that, like, tweaked it a little bit and got a stationary center out of these yeah. devices. If I could pay someone to do that, I, I think you know, these things could be a whole lot more fun. But I'm not done playing with them yeah. yet. So that's my well, uh, they, you update. Know, the, the Motion Plus on the Wii made things a little bit better. Yeah. And you, you could take the remote and you could fly a plane, you know, because one of the things you can buy is the, the add-on Motion Plus that came with that resort vacation thing whatever it's called yeah I, I bought that and one of the things you can fly around the thing using the wii remote and that was cool that was responsive i liked it yeah well you know? i also like the 100 pin bowling i forget that yeah one. we the wii resort oh, yeah. had uh you know oh, okay bowling yeah, yeah. okay that they set up 100 pins in the bowling alley <laughs> you know that, that was a fun game yeah. of bowling yeah that's cool yeah. yeah. Wait, you have Wii Resort, right? You just said, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't played it in quite a while, but yeah. Well, it's got the flying thing. It's got the uh, I think katana <laughs> sword uh, slicing. Uh, it's uh, um, I need to pull. I haven't pulled that one. I haven't played my Wii in a long time. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah, I haven't hooked it back since I uh, we got back from Singapore. So, hmm. well, you have uh, you have two Wiis, don't you? Because you bought an extra Wii for the uh, vacation Yeah, for the other place. And, in fact, I haven't dug that out either. That's down there now. It just hasn't been wired in. Well, there you go. You you know, next time we go down to Pacific Grove, you need to do some Wii playing. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, that's what's new in tech with me. I I haven't really tweaked the – you know what, though? I I did find out – update on the Pi – you do not need yeah. to do any special button command to use the AV output. You hook up something to the AV output, and that's connected, and the HDMI isn't. The Pi will detect that, and will send AV out there. Now, like I said, I have an AV cable that's you know eighth inch AV um, yeah. that has red, white, and yellow. And uh, on the Pi, it's not wired the same as my portable DVD player that the cable came with. Right, right. Videos coming out the red cable instead of the yellow cable. But if you have a uh, right. three-band AV to eighth-inch uh, cable to hook up to your Pi. Plug it in and use it and figure out which one's the right port, and you should be able to get AV out that easily. Right, right. The bummer is is I, I don't know if there's a way to do this or whatever, but as far as I can tell, it's one or the other. If you hook up the HDMI, nothing comes out the AV, which is a bummer because I'd love to be able to use both because I have the composite video capture right, device, right. and that way I could capture to the composite while viewing the HDMI on my TV. Um, right. 
So that's my new pie discovery this week. Well, so your excuse is just get the HDMI uh, capture device and use that. Well, I'm going to start by using what I have before I start buying right, right. $100, uh, over $100 pieces of equipment. So right. basically right now it's use a splitter to split the composite output. to set Actually, in fact, that guy, like, w- yeah. was it El- Elgato, I think was the name? Mm-hmm. They actually had like three different versions: the cheap version for like 120 bucks, a, a next version like 150, and then like 180 uh, supports uh, USB 3.0. Ah, if if I remember correctly, you can go to Amazon. You can see they they make it obvious, uh, you know what's available, and you can just click into the other ones, but. I think there's a comparison table or something like that on the on the Amazon page. Right, probably. Well, I only need the. Or you go to their website and 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 you know, it's all very they're very simple. Yeah, I only need the standard HDMI one. I don't need any. Uh, I mean, uh, let let me bring it up right now. It's the Elgato System Game Capture HD High 1080p, uh, 129.99 plus free shipping, and I um uh, I don't see others here right now but i uh, oh here we go so yeah that is the there's hd and there's the hd60 the hd60 has 1080p 60 capture um uh is is, is, 60 frames per second yeah right it does everything that the previous one does plus 60 uh the hd60 s um does instant game view uh, I don't know what instant game view means as opposed to the others, but it does instant game view. And then there's the HD60 Pro, which is basically a uh, a a uh, a card that goes into a slot into your PC. It's not an external device. Uh, it's a right, PCIe right. device. I see. So the HD60s is USB three instead of USB two. So I guess that means it's quicker and it's faster. Uh, right, and right. then there's the PCIe. Oh man, I wonder what the PCIe is. If that one's cheaper, I might know. That's one sixty-five, and you, the USB three point that you're talking about is one eighty. Um, yeah. So uh, the HD sixty Pro is basically a way to get it faster, right. high speed for cheaper, I guess, but a little bit cheaper, but it's still expensive. And yeah, one fifty is the one that does sixty. Yeah. I don't need sixty frames though. I'm you know playing video games here. Right, right. But anyways, I'm not going to buy one yet. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so you just kind of figure out, okay, what what do I need, and what will be good for later? Yeah, you know. I mean, as it is, you don't want to buy something that, uh, well, that was nice, but I can't use it anymore. I mean, hey, you can buy stuff with you know composite video. Hey, and they only go for twenty bucks. Yeah. But you see how limited those are. Yeah. You know, we- buy today. But I think I am going to play around with capturing some yeah. to see how that goes. A lot of people seem to like the current format of the show, but some people have uh, suggested more tech and gaming talk at yeah, the capture. So I think it wouldn't hurt to try while keeping a balance to see how that goes. But like I said, I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm looking to, to move within the next month. So I'm not, you know, throwing a hundred plus bucks at. Uh, yeah, no, no. That's, that's cool. I'm, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. You know. We we work with what we got, right? Right, right. I'm gonna start that way. 
Although I don't know if uh, you right. know small text in the config files are going to come across that clearly using a composite video. Uh, could it, well, actually, it, no, it, it'll work. It'll work because I've done that yeah. on TVs and still been able to read what I'm doing. It's just you know the picture's going to suck a little. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah. So let's uh, see how your oscilloscope's coming along. Yeah. So uh, while you were talking, I. Uh... I plugged it in and I put it in a test mode and I actually did some preliminary calibrating so that the uh, image is, you know, stable. Yeah. And there, I don't know if you can see it. Can you see it? I see it. Oh, wow. See the, you got a little square wave there. It looks like an oscilloscope. Yeah. So, and the, uh, so the red cable plugs into this deal, which, you know, gives an internal feedback so you can calibrate it. That's that's what it's that's what it's doing. I see. So, yeah. So you know, I mean, it's it's cool. That's pretty slick. You know, it just has one you know one probe, but you know that's you know hey, it was twenty three dollars, and my time to solder the thing together. I mean, twenty three dollars or something like that. I mean, you know, hey, you know, when I was in college, it's actually kind of funny when you boot the thing up, it basically says. Well, it'll probably be too fast. I, I, I would do it, but it's a little bit too fast. But it says, uh, don't use this, you know, the firmware on this, on this other guy's board because they ripped us fucking off. <laughs> nice. Aim the guys out. I think it's great. That is. Apparently this outfit that sells on Amazon uh, bought this board, built it, cloned it, and is now selling their own version of it. And they stole the firmware. Oh, that sucks. But yeah, you know, you kind of go. Um, but all of this stuff is open source. What's uh, what's to prevent from them from doing that? Right. Well, they just did nothing, which is why they did it. Yeah. So they named them out by name, and then it says, "Hey, and if you." Oh, uh, email address. Well, you, you froze up. Your connection cuts out every now and then. Yeah, yours was two on me, so we're 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 both getting a little bit well, of well, no, it's because when it, well, when your connection cuts, you're also not going to see me either. So I I think it's your connection. Oh, okay. I mean, it could be your wireless. Uh, you were having some wireless uh, router issues uh, a while ago, weren't you? Yeah, but those kind of went away. So I don't know what the deal is. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I you, you know we'll see. Maybe what... I have all this crap going on. You know. Well, you know what? If, if if we replay the YouTube video and one of us is cutting out and the other one isn't, then we know on whose end it is. That's a good tech tip. Yeah. So maybe right. that maybe that one viewer out so, there. So what did I what did, what broke up on me? What do I need to reset? Is there anything really? I don't know. You talk about the firmware and those guys, and then somewhere right near the end, it cut out. Oh, so. On the display, they basically say, "Send us an email if anybody's, you know, cloning our board, you know, you know, make an illegal copy." Right. You know. You know, which of course is in the firmware. So when someone rips off the firmware, boom, they get that message. Yeah. You know. There you go. How hard would it be to go into the firmware and hack that firmware so it says "Have a nice day" <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> Unless that's all you know, like encoded or in a simple encoding pro process. Yeah, I, I don't know. 
But, you know, most code, when you just dig into the code, you see the text just as clear as day. Go in and replace you it. Know? There you go. Right. This right. was not so, stolen at all, smiley face. Right. In fact, I worked with an outfit that made a past version of Radio Shack's uh, TRS-80 uh, boot deal. That they've, they, fixed, they fixed some bugs because uh, Radio Shack denied that there were any bugs. Of course. And they just sold it as their own. And, you know, they were just sitting and waiting for, and, and, they, and they changed TRS-DOS to N-E-W-D-O-S. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all the, you know, that, you know, they, they, they sent it out with all the patches and they expected Radio Shack to go and sue them and they never did. Huh. I think they were just happy that, oh yeah, there's some fixes and, uh, you know, we don't have to do anything about it. And, and then of course they came out with a new version. So, you know, you know, so those bugs went away, but, you know, in the early days, that's, that's, you know, you know, it's kind of a funny thing. So apparently there is a, uh, uh, so my friends, Adafruit. Adafruit, you know, that, of course. I buy all this stuff from. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, they do a weekly Ask the Engineer show. I think it's on Wednesdays. And this one coming up, they're going to have uh, a guest, the CEO of Radio Shack. Oh wow! Is that awesome or what? Uh, well, that's just on Adafruit's uh, YouTube channel. Wait, Radio Shack still has a CEO? Well, there are still a corporation. Uh, barely. I I, I would have figured no, no one's yeah. running the show there anymore. Right, 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 right. Well, <laughs> you know, they're still issuing paychecks. There are some st- show stores still open. Wait, wait. The the CEO of Radio Shack actually is willing to admit in public he's the CEO of Radio Shack. Apparently, I, I, that is not the type of thing to be proud of these days. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, they were doing a promotion. Uh, well, in fact, they were going to these maker fairs uh, offering uh, free uh, soldering lice, uh, lessons. So you'd see this tent with all these tables set out with soldering irons and projects and stuff. And people, you know, at the booth, just, uh, you know, at their table uh spot uh soldering up some stuff you know so they're trying to be out there for the electronic hobbyist you know the have you have you been in any store in your area or are there any, are there any left i i don't know i yeah uh if you go into a store you'll see that all of this stuff that the radios the tvs the speakers stereo systems all that Consumer electronic stuff is gone because they can't compete in that area. Hmm. But they'll have the components. You'll have add-on stuff, uh, headphones. Uh, of course, they have the Sprint stuff because they're, they're still the partner with Sprint. So it's just for, phones for Sprint. Um, you know, and knickknacks. Um, you know, HDMI cable. Uh, internet, you know, Ethernet cable, all that kind of stuff you can still get at Radio Shack. Batteries and battery chargers, you know. So they scaled their inventory way back. Hmm. You know, get rid of the shit that doesn't sell. Thing is, Radio Shack got rid of the stuff that made them unique. 
True, but they have to remake themselves. So, well, but you know. well, they remade themselves into yeah. something that is not unique and they can get anywhere else. And that's I, I, I'm amazed they survived this long because Radio Shack. I, I have no right. reason to set foot in a Radio right. Shack. There's really no good reason to set foot in a Radio Shack anymore. Well, I mean, it, if you're an electronic hobbyist, you can get started there. Then you're going to find out, oh, I can go to Adafruit, I can go to DigiKey, yeah. I can go to Jameco and order you, all that you, stuff you know, online. And these things, In fact, a lot of these guys sell that stuff through Amazon. You, you know what? I mean, So you can find the guys on Amazon I, for all the stuff you, you need. You know what? These things are kind of a great demonstration of what Radio Shack could have done. And right. maybe they needed to transition to more of an online model, but they could have tried to have kept a store presence while transitioning into that. Right. But no, Adafruit and those types of things swoop right in and fill the void, and Radio Shack's not going to exist. Right. For so it'll be interesting. It would someday. be interesting to see what this guy from Radio Shack tells Adafruit, because Adafruit, you know, they're one location in New York City. They don't really care about competition, making profit, or anything like that. They're a little tiny shop. They're happy to do the shit they do. In fact, they were. There was a, a video I was also watching from them. They just said, "Hey, you know what? Uh, this is coming up. You know, to some companies, this would be a dark secret. But hey, we're all into open source, even open into what we're doing. You know, which is totally unique. Companies don't do that." I tried to explain to my wife what this open source stuff was, and she goes, well, you, you know, that's not a way to do business. Well, it's working for them. They've been in business for, I think, a dozen years. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it does work. It's totally, hey, you what know? does your wife know about business? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> exactly. She, I mean, she, she's yeah. Mrs. Business. <laughs> that's right. She that's knows right. Business. This is the way the big business works, you know. Yeah. And you can go to any any kind of company, pharmaceutical, you know, everything's proprietary in deal. You know, companies make a decision where they're going to go into patenting or not patenting. You know, the secret formula for Coca-Cola is not patented, right? Right. It's a secret uh, because if you patent it, then it's no longer a secret. Speaking of which. An excuse for not patenting is someone else is just going to rip you off. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, Crystal Pepsi's coming back on the shelves uh, fairly soon. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you get those machines now in a lot of the fast food places where you put your cup underneath there and you select the drink of the combinations and whatever, and they just have a shitload of stuff? Oh, yeah. Those are great back when I used to drink yeah. soda still. Uh, and have you seen it when they run out of stuff? Um, yeah, that's you, know, you push a button and it's blacked out and it sucks. I, and have you seen them replace you go into the machine to fix it? No, I don't. They open the thing, mush the thing up and they pull out these cartridges that you, remind you of like a, uh, a toner cartridge thing. <laughs> and, and then they pop in a new unit, you know, so it's all plug and play. I don't think. I think any idiot can can do can maintain you know the the coke machine, yeah. you know because it's just pull the thing out, pop the new one in, you know it's just how diligent they are replacing those yeah. where you get 
stuff running out. Or, or you get some of them that there's just certain options I don't think that they uh, subscribe to, and uh, yet the buttons are still activated there. Uh, because, like, I, I know oftentimes me being, you know, avoiding the sugar, I'm looking for something on there that has no sugar in it, which they do often right, have right. a, a uh, you know, sparkling water uh, option. Right, right. And you could do sparkling water by itself or sparkling water with, like, lemon-lime flavoring. And oftentimes I've found the machine will not um, have the lemon-lime uh, option. It says I don't have that, but it has just the sparkling water by itself. So they're probably just run out of the flavoring. That's probably what happened. It's too popular or, or whatever. Or they're or not the even putting the flavoring in there. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I don't know what's good. But I know quite yeah. often I've found the machine doesn't have that flavor. Cause I, well, My favorite is put a squirt of, you know, uh, cherry Coke and then switch it to regular Coke and fill the rest up with cherry uh, regular Coke. Because I don't want the heavy over bearing flavoring i just want a hint of it well if you only want just a hint of cherry might i suggest uh, dunes cherry fog beer i have one left in the fridge if you want to try it sometime cool <laughs> do you like robitussin hey, dude what <laughs> oh that's right you told me about that <laughs> and speaking hey, of robitussin we have venison on the line hello there oh. yeah did Why you need some Rambo Robitussin? Why don't you just get a Pepsi instead? <laughs> oh, there you go. I, I, I prefer Coke. Although, I tell you, I'm going to buy Crystal Pepsi when they bring it back as soon as I find it on the shelf. Oh, you're kidding. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm does, gonna buy does Pepsi actually have one of these newfangled machines like Coke does? I, I don't know. I haven't seen one. Now, I've been to fast food places that also sell Pepsi. You know, uh, KFC does, right? Uh, yeah. And they're, they're using, shall we say, the old-fashioned machine. Right, right. Coke's got the To me, the old, here's what I don't like about the old-fashioned fountain machines, <laughs> is you dispense the product, and it has a heavy flavor of the diet version. Mm. You know, because I'm really sensitive to aspartame, I cannot. It'll give me a headache. So I'll, a lot of times I get a hint of that, which I may not get a headache, but I just don't like the taste. I don't like the smell. You know, you know. So there's a contamination of some sort in those machines. Well, usually each soda's Whereas got their modern, own. Whereas this modern, modern newfangled thing, I've never had that problem. Well, you, but each fountain's got their own nozzle, right? They just didn't bother you would think <laughs> someplace along, yeah, I think they don't wash them out right. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's a contamination. A dune writes in, no! Uh, he, on he, which? He, uh, oh, on the on his, uh, his uh, cherry beer? Dune doesn't like the fact that I've not dumped his uh, cherry beers that I have. <laughs> I have the last Sorry, one dune. in existence. <laughs> oh, by yes. the way, speaking of Dune... Uh. <laughs> While this has been going on, I don't know if you've noticed my little distraction. I've been having a little conversation with our latest chatbot friend that's been following us for a while now, Del Kitty. Um, there's this uh, chatbot that uh, wants us to view her uh, webcam that uh, keeps on messaging us uh, named Del Kitty. And so uh, Dune had a conversation with Del Kitty uh, last week, and we read the transcript yesterday on his show. And so I've had a new conversation here with Del Kitty. Uh Del Kitty wrote hello, and I wrote an OMG. How have you been? 
And Delkey writes, Hey, NHB, thanks for adding me. Found your username on the Skype directory. You single? Hells yeah. Got any pics? Now, mind you, Dune got pics from Del Kitty before, and so I was like, you know, send me the pics. And this time when I asked for the pics, the response was, pics are old school, hee hee. I like to do cam to cam, smiley face. I'm online right now. And gives me a link to some cam site. I'm the main girl you see there. Type me in on the right-hand side of my video. I wrote back, fuck that. I want to see pics. Well, <laughs> I'm old school, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, either That's way, great. it's okay with me. I'm recently single, and I just wanted someone to chat with. Can I ask you something? Sure. Do you like submissive girls, like the type of girls that want the man to take control? And I wrote, where are you going with this? And the bot misunderstood the question and said, I'm from Cali, Modesto, but I'm currently living in Houston. And so, and so I decided it's time for some Monty Python lyrics. So I typed in, sit on my face and tell me that you love me. <laughs> and she wrote back, LOL, good. I like that. Here's a selfie. I took this pic in the car today, smiley face, and uh, clicked to a link that doesn't work anymore. And I wrote back, <laughs> I wrote back, that link doesn't work. And then she once again said it's and sent me the link to the camera site. Just click the accepted button on the left side of the page. It's 100% free to join. You only need a credit card to verify that you are over 18. I wrote back, I don't do that. And she wrote, I'm a little freak. If I send a dirty one, promise not to show anyone? And I wrote back, I promise. And she sent me a uh, nice uh, pic of uh, someone holding an iPhone, uh, wearing no shirt, and uh, just uh, some boy shorts. Uh, wrote, okay, I had a few glasses of wine here, lol. And uh, I, m I must say, it's it's not a bad pic. I, I would share the pic with you, Brian, but I don't know if YouTube uh, likes that type of content being shared on their streams. Uh, probably not. So, yeah. Probably uh, yeah. Uh, so <coughs> yeah. I, I wrote back, nice nipple. And uh, she wrote back, mm, you know you'd like to grab me by my little waist and use me. Let's cam each other, babe. Are you on Fling Society? Still trying to draw you to the cam. No, but I am on Scat Lovers. There we go. I'm not really, by the way. <laughs> right. All right. So I think that's Why about... Why do you would think of that, Link? <laughs> I, you, 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 well, you know what? Here's the thing. It's one of those things that uh, no, I was hanging out with the guys. Oh, and my friend is a Nigerian prince. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll type that one. My friend is a Nigerian prince. There we go. Uh, no, scat lovers was something that uh, Pete and the guys <laughs> would bring up to gross you out while you're hanging out drinking with them. <laughs> And 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 uh, that was you know because it's a pay site, but they have pictures when you go there, and and you you do not if you don't know what scat is, uh, don't go there, and if you do know what scat is, don't go there. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, there's two girls, one cup that that would fit right in there. Um, yeah, yeah. So one day, my sister says to me. Oh, don't ever go to scatlovers.com. And I was like, oh, how do you know about that site? And she's like, how do you know what that is? 
It's people eating poop. Actually, on TV, on the TV news, I forget where it was. TV news, they were you know just BSing as they usually do, and one basically said to the other, you know, and these were women, uh, something about, oh yeah, don't do anything with a red cup. No, 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 no red cup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they just kind of left it there to, for people's imagination. <laughs> so if you didn't know what that meant, uh, yeah, you probably could do a little Googling and you go, oh, holy shit. <laughs> and on that note, um, so Venison, how are things yeah. in Jersey? Next. Well... You know, about, about 10 minutes ago, Shower 11 decided to crap out, lost the signal, so I couldn't watch the rest of Supergirl. <laughs> a little bit of that. <laughs> but it did go on this year. I got one little tech rant about Firefox. Okay. <sighs> All right. Look, people, if you don't like Flash, you bitch and moan and groan and gripe and everything else, complain, complain about Flash, don't use it. Oh, oh it's in your Firefox? Oh, it flashes in my Firefox. Uh, gripe, complain, bitch. Go into tools, go into plugins, and disable it. That's a big fucking deal. So now, Firefox 48 now has, you know, no Flash option at all. It no longer supports Flash, you know, la 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 da Yeah, it was going to fuck up a lot of websites. Although, thank God, YouTube still works for me. <laughs> well, I mean, that's interesting. Sure I, I think there's been a lot I of bitching about... In here. I think there's been a lot of bitching about Firefox. I mean, uh, about uh, Flash for a long time, and a lot of discussion about, hey, you know, that's a thing oh, in yeah. the past, and yet you see websites still supporting it. Like, stop, you know, bury that hatchet. Oh well, yeah, because yeah, they use it. Now you know what? In all these years, everybody's bitching. I never had a problem with it. Self comes on the screen. It plays. Voila. What's the big fucking deal? <laughs> well, my real problem... It works. My problem with Firefox is um, when Firefox asks me if I want to allow something and I select the allow and remember option, the next time right. it still asks me again, which uh, what the what the hell is the uh, remember option doing? Because it's certainly not remembering because it keeps fucking asking right. me. And I bitched them out right. about that on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Right, right. I saw that. That's funny. And, but then again, oh, you know, Microsoft like, used to do the same thing with their updates. You know, you, you'd set it one way, do not do automatic updates, and it does it anyway. You know, I don't care. Oh, you're, we're going to do an update on you. Yeah, that, you know. I, I, not I, for me, it don't. Uh, that pisses me off because <laughs> here's the thing is I leave my computer on overnight. Things yep. happen. And it's quite this simple. I do not want it to stop. I do not want it to reboot. I own this machine. Right. This is my machine. And I don't know how I can make this any more fucking clear to the programmers out there. 
I do not want that machine to stop or reboot until I right. say it's okay. Right. What exactly. don't you understand? And I'm the same. I'm the same way. That annoys me that it, that it would do that. Yeah. But, yeah. It's like who the hell told you yeah, it was got, okay to do that? Not me. Yeah. Not me. Dude, I do the same thing on my computer. You know, I turn all automatic updates off, all of them. I don't have not yeah. one except for Dropbox. I can't stop Dropbox. Even when the firewall, you know, says, do you want to allow or deny? I say, deny. And it does it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. understand that. Well, I mean, here's the thing. is, it, and, and the thing is, uh, disabling automatic updates works like 99% of the time. But there have been times where I am sure I've disabled everything. And, and I go in, double check and disable everything. And, and, and one morning I wake up and find the log on screen up on my computer. And it's like, wh who the fuck told you you can do that? Right. And and what pisses me off is when that happens, like when I was working at the bank in Maine, there'd be times I come into work in the morning, I go to check to make sure the backups ran to the backup tapes fine overnight, and I find the backup server is on the login screen because an update applied and it rebooted. It's like, dude. Right. It's a I'm supposed to be there server. for the backup. Yeah. This is a fucking server. This is the type of thing that we rely on to do something. We, right. I, I don't need you fucking that up. You don't do that <laughs> unless I explicitly tell you to do that. That is how I want my operating system to work. That's the right. way mine works. Yeah. But yeah. on that note, it's time to put another episode of yeah, uh, insert title here. Long to bed or miss something. <laughs> Can't get your machine to do right. <laughs> well, you know what, Venison? I, 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 don't don't push your luck because you're probably going to wake up tomorrow morning to a log on screen on your computer now, because computers actually, have he, ears. Actually, here's his secret: he's using Windows 98. That that's <laughs> yeah. that's uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's exactly what's going on. So he's going to wake up to now. a blue screen. <laughs> right. Anyways, we do try to be educational nope. here. I've rarely ever had any of them because uh -huh. I installed it properly. <laughs> so, Venison, what have you learned? I installed 98 properly. I never have any problem. What have you learned this week, there. Venison? This week, not a whole hell of a lot. There wasn't anything to learn except for a few things, as you see online, but I'd rather not discuss them because Doom will end up blocking the station. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Brian? What have you learned this week? <laughs> that, that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I think I learned a little bit more about these uh, NES gloves and devices. And, you know, you know, the gaming thing is more evolutionary than, uh, than I really ever thought. It's not revolutionary. It's, it's more evolutionary. Probably the first uh, thing that was revolutionary was probably probably Brian freezing, but evolutionary was probably and you froze. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so you know, games are more evolutionary than uh, than revolutionary. Ah, and Pong was probably the first and only revolutionary thing, you know, that happened, right? Interesting Possibly. thought. Interesting thought. 
I've learned uh, that uh, our uh, favorite chatbot, Del Kitty, has a very cute looking nipple. Or at least. Way to go. Or at least someone out there has a very <laughs> cute looking nipple. And Del right, Kitty's right. passing that photo around. I, I don't know whose nipple this is. Um, but it's someone's nipple. And uh, e- even though even though this, this chick with the nipple is holding an iPhone, I, I, I am so drawn to the nipple that I, that I barely even notice it's an iPhone. So it's, 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 uh, it completely canceled right, out. Right, right. Um, <laughs> In fact, could you tell us that a current model iPhone or is it an older one? Well, I, 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 I could. just some picture she grabbed to uh, pass around? Well, I could send you a link. I uh, Where would I send you a link to? Are you on a messenger? No. Probably she set up on the messenger. Uh, you know what? Maybe we should send Dune the link and he could tell us what model iPhone that is. He He knows his iPhones. I'm sure he wouldn't mind oh, okay. if I start sending him links to nude girls. I, uh, baby, dot. Right, baby right. Dot. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the eye nipple. Is yeah, that right. what it is right there? As there, I yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I go, yeah. I look at the phone, and it's the eye, and I'm not even looking at the phone anymore. I'm looking at the nipple. So it's the eye nipple. Yeah, yeah. All right, and on that note, uh, thank you everyone for uh, listening to another fun-filled edition of uh, Insert Title Here. And don't forget to go to nhradio.com slash T-A-H and vote on the poll. Do you like what we're doing now, or do you want us to fine-tune it a little more? Or, uh, hey, uh, you know what? You got any ideas or any suggestions? Uh, tweet me uh, on the Twitters, or uh, email me at the J underscore guitars at yahoo.com. Um, do not email johnnythegators at gmail.com, because that's not a valid email address. Uh, although Johnny Gators at gmail.com is, but I don't I I don't know if that one for one of my Gmail accounts actually forwards to my Yahoo account. The other one doesn't. So I don't even know if I'll get email there. And uh, Mars, if you're asleep, time to wake up. And Neo, we miss you. Smell the coffee. <laughs> Yay. I said it's your old channel. I can watch Star Trek. <laughs> all right. Anyways, thank you everyone for listening. NHUradio.com for all your internet radio needs. Uh, Vamp comes on tomorrow, and uh, we'll be back next week. Dune and Bob on Sundays. Uh, Five Hit Dune Saturday on HeatFMRadio.com. Uh, thank you for listening. Good night. That steak smells good. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs>